Welcome to episode 20. Today we're talking all about graphic novels and comics. The ones we've read and loved, the ones next on our to be read pile, and the ones coming out soon that we just can't wait to get our hands on. Let's get on with the show. What are you currently reading? I'm currently reading Stepsister by Jennifer Donnelly. And much like the title sounds, it is a retelling of Cinderella, but not really because it's about the stepsisters and it happens after the events of Cinderella. Oh, so like okay. the prince. So like the opening chapter is like the prince arriving at their house and them like mutilating their feet to try and fit into the slipper, <laughs> which of course doesn't work. And then, you know, Cinderella like puts the slipper on and yay, they fall in love and they ride off and kablooey that's you know that's the story the end um so it picks up from there um and it follows isabel which is one of the sisters and octavia is the other one but it follows isabel but it's kind of like i was a little bit apprehensive going into it because of my like track record with fairy tale retellings like some of them have been really Mm -hmm. great some of them have been horrific so you know it could have gone either way but i'm like halfway through and i'm really really enjoying it it's like it's like a story that begins with Once Upon a Time, you know, like it feels it yeah. feels like a fairy tale. And there's, um, mm-hmm. I think the opening line is, what's the opening line? Once upon always and never again in an ancient city by the sea. You know, like it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of wonderful in that sort of yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's, and it's got like, so it follows... Isabel and her kind of story after the events of Cinderella but also there's like this kind of figure who's called Chance and it's got these like three kind of like fates in the background Mm -hmm. like create these maps of people's lives and Chance the guy thinks that he can change Isabel's path because she's going down like this evil stepsister path you know um so it's kind of like these three kind of aspects um and it's it's really cool. It's really well done. And I don't think I've read anything by Jennifer Donnelly before, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I might have to check out her other books if they're this cool. The writing's really cool as well. And it's like, it kind of surprises me and there are really su- <laughs> some really cool quotes in it. And so I looked on Goodreads as one does to try and find said quotes. And there were only four on there and I hadn't even got to any of them yet. So basically now whenever I see a quote, I take a picture of it. And then the next time I'm on my computer, I like type it up. So as of the <laughs> middle of June, 2019, the majority of quotes on Goodreads for Stepsister have been added by me because it's like every second page. I'm like, oh, that's good. Write that down. But yeah it's it's very good and i'm enjoying it and i think that's the only thing i'm reading i swear i've never added a quote on goodreads i think like i don't do anything apart from say i've finished a book i've now started a new book Mm -hmm. and then i joined like one book club once and then the penguin book club and i just forget it exists other than like updating yeah i see the occasional notification about like we're giving away books or whatever, but then normally I see them too late. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh well, <laughs> maybe next time. It's like the whole thing about having the shelves for the graphic novels and finding out where they were. And like, oh, yeah. I never had shelves, but now I have a singular shelf. I love adding <laughs> and shelves. And I will have more once I get around yes. to it. But let's be honest, I probably won't mm-hmm. even get around to it. Yeah, maybe no. <laughs> I'm currently reading. 1985 by George Orwell, which... 1984? Yes, isn't it? Why have I got 1985 written in my notes? (laughs) It can be 1985 if you like, but I haven't read it, but I'm pretty sure it's 1984. (laughs) No, it's definitely 1984. 
I, I don't. I was half asleep when yeah, I wrote these yeah. notes. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Let's correct that now. 1984. Okay. Uh, it was either the previous episode or the episode before that. I was saying that I really wanted to read it. I just haven't got... It must have been the TBR shelf one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. But I must have said yeah. it been on my TBR for like years. I haven't got around to it. And I finally got around to it and I'm really enjoying it. Good. And I didn't really know much about it apart from that everybody raves about it and that Big Brother is watching you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going into it, it, was, it wasn't what I was expecting. But okay. like... It was good, and then I had like a maybe like two chapters worth of a bit of like a boring bit, and I was kind of like, oh no, is this dropping off? Yeah, and then yeah. it picked, then like suddenly some big thing happened. I was like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> and it picked up, and it's great. Cool. Okay. So I think I have about like fifty pages left to go. I think okay. something like that. But I've been really busy. How and... big is it? Like how many pages is it? Uh, it's like three hundred twenty or something okay. like that. Not that big, okay. but yeah. you know, classicy mm-hmm. small words and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's really easy reading for a classic-y book, which mm-hmm. is surprising. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, because um, I've only read. Who's it by? Uh, George Orwell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I like second guessed myself for a second. I was like, the only thing I've read by George Orwell is Animal Farm, and then I was like, did he even write 1984? But he did. Okay, just ignore me. No, he wrote 1985. Apparently. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, 1985, the sequel. <laughs> what happens next? I'm a great book blogger slash podcaster. <laughs> um, but I think I read Animal Farm on audiobook, actually. Okay. Yeah, and it was it was odd, but also clever. But also, I wouldn't read it again. <laughs> one of those. But kind of like one of those books, those, like, you yeah. know, those books. That was like, oh, yeah, everyone's read Animal yeah. Farm. Guess I should yeah. pick it up. But, yeah. Um, but that's good that you're enjoying 1985. <laughs> yeah, I am. So that that's good. I can't. I want to. I'm probably gonna finish it tonight if I don't fall asleep. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Yep. And other than that, I'm not really reading anything. But I have started a graphic novel, which leads us on to our conversations. Perfect. When mm-hmm. I say I started, I'm about like three or four pages in, and I really hoped that I was going to finish it in time for this podcast, but it didn't happen. Yep. Because things happened, life happened. But um, I'm probably going to butcher all of this, but it's Persepolis by Marjane Satrapi. Okay. And the only the only reason I've heard of this is because it was. Emma Watson's first book in her book club of like years ago. Ah, okay. And yeah. I thought it was a book, and then when I was doing the research for this, I was like, "It's a graphic novel. I should start reading that." Um, say what the title is again, or try and say what the title is again. Uh, Persepolis. Okay, because I think, I think I I recognize the words. So I think that I've seen it on Goodreads and things. I'm pro- yeah, I'm probably saying it wrong, but I don't know how to say it. And it's not an audiobook, so I can't learn. <laughs> yeah, but even then, as we've discovered, audiobooks can get it horrifically wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of a really good Harry Potter yeah. one, and I can't remember. I feel like there were so many when you were listening to them. There were so many. And I feel like that was a long time That's ago. That's what sparked this entire podcast. Yeah. I, I do I do enjoy those those audiobooks, even if they do get some things wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that... that one's gonna go but you know it leads us into what we're gonna be talking about today which is graphic novel 
have images as their book form. <laughs> Are there even any other like words for graphic novels and comics? I feel like there's another like, one and I can't think of what it is. Like I don't know. illustrated versions, but that's still got writing. Like, you know, like act- actual writing. I don't know. You know what I mean. Um, I know some illustration or illustrated versions have like just pictures throughout, while some other illustrated versions ha- are actually like a graphic novel. Yeah, that's true. It depends. Like the Game of Thrones one is just like pictures throughout, whereas the Twilight one is actually a graphic oh, yeah. novel. I feel like those those yeah, are the main yeah. two ones anyway. Graphic mm-hmm. novels and comics. There we yes. go. We're talking about that today. <laughs> okay, so there's a couple that we've both read, and then a couple mm-hmm. that one of us has read so um the first on my list is shades of magic because that was quite recent um that's steel prince by v.e schwab illustrated by andrea olympieri olympieri um this is one that we've both read recently because it recently came out as in yeah when did it come out like april or something maybe something like that um, and it is about uh, Prince Maxim, who's one of the characters in Victoria Schwab's Darker Shade of Magic series. Is there a shorter version? Shades of Magic, Oh, Shades I of think. Magic. Is that the series I think so. title? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the Shades of Magic series, it's kind of like a prequel to that, but in um, comic book form. I can't remember what I gave it. Maybe like a 3.5 or a 4 stars. Like, I enjoyed it, but I wanted so much more out of it, I think. And the... Yeah, I gave it 3 stars. Yeah. Like, I loved the the premise and the idea and stuff. But I think because yeah. her Shades of Magic series is so intense and so full of wonderful details and it's so magical, that having it all condensed into a very, very small book was kind of hard to adjust to, I think. Um, like, I did enjoy it, but... I think that's the thing, because her, her stories are all about, like, the pacing of the action, mm. whereas in the, gra- in the comics, like, size that she's got, like, mm. th- that this is, you don't have much room to, no, you to don't. play around. You kind of got to get straight back into the action, and you don't have time to fluff around with someone's coat. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the wonderful coat. Yes, the wonderful coat. I wish there was time to fluff about the coat. <laughs> But there's not time for that, and that's why I feel it would miss because it just kind of jumped around a lot and didn't really have the flow that she's known for. Mm. That her writing is yeah. so great for. That yeah, it just it was sad, not in like a sad was, story yeah. way, but in like a slightly let down, <laughs> disappointed way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it was exciting to see the king as like this. Fresh prints. Prince. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the illustrations in that one, like they, while they were very good, they were quite like sharp. They weren't my style. Yeah, like I can't quite explain what the the kind of feel of them is. You know, like some are like really like cute yeah. and stuff, but I, I feel know, like it's, it was kind of angry style, more superhero comic style rather than like graphic novel cutesy vibe. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's probably. It was probably right, and a lot of like kind of dark colors and yeah, and and reds. I remember. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll take a picture and put um put a page or yep. two on Instagram so you yep. guys can see it. But um, like very good art, just yeah, just not no, not my style, no, which didn't help with mm. the whole not enjoying it kind of thing. Enjoying the story. If it's pretty pictures, it yeah, might have been yeah. better. But yeah, totally. Yeah. 
I kind of wish that she would like keep doing the graphic novels fine but also maybe can you just write it up <laughs> so I can have a book version of it like it yeah. can just be one book like I will even allow a 500 page book for this one <laughs> you guys 500 pages of yep. Prince Maxim that'll be fine and leave it at that and I'd yeah. be happy I'm sure she'll get better as they go along she'll get better at writing shorter and snappier things yeah maybe and- yeah, it must be quite hard, eh, like, to to write something but then have the majority of, like, the emotion and the the action yeah. in picture form, but, like, not moving picture form. So it's like a movie that doesn't move. It's like you've gone from, like, 500, 600-page novels with full of description and emotion and everything, yeah. whereas then you go to just the conversations. Yeah, exactly. It's just the dialogue. Yeah. That's, like, literally it. Which I guess is fine if, like, if you enjoy writing dialogue. But then it still needs to be filled out. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what's another one that we've both I read? I think we should go from a slightly disappointing one to an excellent one and go with Nimona. Yes. It was so it good. It was so good. Um, so this one's by Noelle Stevenson. Yes. And also illustrated by Noelle Stevenson. Because she's amazing. This was actually, I think, the first graphic, proper graphic novel I read. So it kind of set the scene pretty well yeah i think this was like the second well in my review i say that i've only read two but i can't remember what the other one was (laughs) so there's that oh maybe because i read runaways before i read nimona maybe Uh, so maybe that was the first one which we'll circle back to as well but um it's just a cool idea she's like a shapeshifter and can shapeshift into like all things like a dragon and other things that I can't remember because I read it in like 2016 and yeah yeah basically she's a sidekick for a super villain and they get up to some havoc <laughs> to put it lightly yeah <laughs> I downloaded this because it had good reviews and I didn't actually mm-hmm. look at what it was about but I was kind of surprised by the dragons yeah, and yeah, stuff it was really yeah <laughs> and I feel like it wouldn't actually be something I'd enjoy as like a novel yeah I don't know what this would be like as a novel novel. But like as a graphic novel, it was like, I feel, maybe I would because maybe it will be like kind of like Darker Shades of Magic kind of thing. Maybe. Like I can imagine her being like kind of like Delilah mm-hmm. Bard and yeah, yeah. sidling up to the super villain and be like, I'm your new yeah. sidekick, I can turn to a <laughs> dragon and amongst other things that I can't remember yeah, yeah. right now. Basically and... anything else, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to reread yeah, it. Yeah, it was so cute because I read it after because you had you read it when two thousand sixteen. I think so. Um, and like I'd seen it, I'd seen it lots online and stuff. Um, so I think I read it. Did I read it last year? I feel like it was last year. I think so. But it was just so much fun. Yes, it was so much fun. And um, because Noelle Stevenson, what else does she illustrate? Uh, she does the Lumberjane series as well. She does do that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we'll also come back to that one. Um, but I, I love her artwork. It's it's so great. It's Yes. It's like... The illustrations are just so cute and great. They're so cute. She also does the cover of Fangirl by Rainbow Rowell as well. Oh, does she? Oh. Yeah. And also, apparently, um, Six Feet Over It by Jennifer yeah. Longo, yeah. which I haven't read. Yeah. Uh, but when I looked so at the cute. cover, it was definitely Noelle Stevenson style. So, yeah, you could you could tell. <laughs> and also, hilarious dialogue that's mm. just great and funny and totally the opposite of 
still Brent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, complete Just, opposite. Yeah. Complete opposite. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing that they, like, people like Noelle and others have, like, they can write really well, like, yeah. they can write a plot really well and have the dialogue yeah. be, like, really fun and be an amazing artist at the same time. It's like actors who sing and also dance. Like, calm down, just have one talent, please. Are you kidding me? Just call it. It's like, you're not allowed that much talent. Yeah. Share it out, please. Dilute it. Send it out to the, the population. <laughs> Give me something. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. care what it is. Just something. Something. Not that picky. <laughs> I want to reread it now. It is. Because it doesn't take that long to... It's not that long either, so... No, it's not. I don't if think... If I remember correctly. Um. So I think those two were the only ones that we had in common, eh? How many others have you got? Um, I've got two more, and but I could talk about three. Okay, um, so maybe I'll go on to the Lumberjanes, and it's kind of the similar, same person, you know? It's Noelle again. Yeah. So I've read the first two volumes of the Lumberjanes, so that's the first eight issues. And I was researching, apparently they're at issue number 63 now. What? She's illustrated all of those. That's heaps. I think there's not just her doing it now. I think they've got like a few people on there. But that's a lot. That is a lot. Like, I don't think they've produced physically that many. I don't don't know. I haven't really looked into it, but I've only read the first two. I think I was just let down a little bit because I read it straight after Nimona and I really enjoyed Uh, Nimona. And it wasn't as good because it was kind of... It was an issue thing. It wasn't like a graphic novel like full th- chunky things so mm-hmm. yeah the kind of it was a tiny bit hard to follow because it was fast paced because you have to get them like the story done in the the issue mm. so there was four different technically like smaller stories inside the one thing but they kind of led to the same ending right so it was kind of like a big story with four little stories in mm-hmm. between like in it and it kind of jumped a little bit because i wasn't used to okay. reading yeah. like that so it was kind of slightly confusing to change adventures like mm-hmm. four times, but then come to the end of it and it's kind of yeah. all yeah. looped together into this whole big adventure. And it's kind of like a like a TV series would like yeah ones that have like individual plots each episode, yeah. but there's an overarching murder that they're trying to solve or something exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not used. I I wasn't used to that, so it it just felt weird. And I actually only came to the conclusion that that was why it was happening. Right. When I wrote these notes. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> I read back. I read back my review, and I was like, I I didn't like it because it was fast paced and they change adventures, but it ended up in like it kind of all looped together. That's probably because there's yeah, issues. Yeah. That's probably the reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. So maybe if I reread them now that it will be a bit more clear and I'd, I'm a bit more into comics and get the mm, idea mm-hmm. a bit more rather than jumping into this whole thing thinking it was something else. But the whole idea sounds cool because it's about these five girls on a uh, camp for hardcore lady oh, types. okay. And they're basically just solving mysteries that, like, there's secret caves and adventures and anagrams and it all leads up to this giant cool. thing and then they're just yeah it's just all over summer and it's great but not as good as Nimona. right okay yeah yeah because it's been on my list actually i think i only added it recently to my goodreads but i've like known about it for a while 
Um, so it's been on the radar. Mm-hmm. But yes, no, I have not picked it up yet. You should. You should try at least the first volume anyway. Yeah, yeah, I should. I wonder if the library has it. I assume so. Probably. Maybe they have all 63. <laughs> Maybe. Imagine that. Although that didn't go so well for me last time when, which leads us on to my first one, which is The Runaways by Brian K. Vaughan. Last year, I definitely talked about this on the podcast last year, last season. Yeah. Um, about me getting like, basically the story was Rainbow Rowell had like re kind of reignited um, Runaways comic. Um, and so has written, I think she's done two bind ups now. I think there are two bind ups out. Um, but basically, I wanted to read that, but I couldn't read that if I didn't know the backstory. I mean, I could, but it wouldn't yeah. have been as as awesome, you know. So I went to the library and I managed to find uh, the bind ups, like volumes one to ten. So I borrowed them all, which was <laughs> it was stupid, but I borrowed them all and I managed to read eight of them. That's good. So that wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, I think I renewed them all about the maximum <laughs> amount of time I could. So I had them for a long time, like three or four months or something. Yeah, and so each uh, each bind up has six issues in it, so rather than Lumberjanes yeah. four, it's got six. So what's that like? Six, eight, so forty-eight. That's like forty-eight issues. Yeah. Oh god. But then yeah, but then of course there's there's way more than that. I think there is like thirteen or fourteen um, of like the original ones. Yeah. So I haven't actually finished it. Um, so therefore, I haven't started Rainbow Rowell's one, which I actually own. <laughs> so there's that. Mm-hmm. But I was unfamiliar with the Runaways like story before I kind of got into it. But it's um it's a Marvel comic, um and it's about six kids who discover their parents are actually living like these double lives as supervillains with like code names and costumes and you know like the whole shebang, um and they run away. Wait, is this going to become a series? TV yes, series? Yes. So they've recently done a TV series, and I yes. think it's on. It's on. I feel like it's Netflix. Is it Netflix? It I might think be so. Netflix. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, no, I, is it? Are you sure it's Netflix or is it like Neon? I feel like it's Netflix because I feel like I've seen it. I've definitely seen it recently, yeah. Um, yes, it is a TV series, but I haven't watched it yet because I haven't finished the story. But I feel like I'm not going to finish the story, so there's that also. Um, so, yeah, so the kids run away from their parents and so the story kind of follows them and there are a couple of other Marvel superheroes and villains that kind of show up because, you know, the Marvel yep. universe is ginormous. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but the like I really enjoyed the story, hence why I read at least eight of them, and it was really fun to read, and the characters were kind of you know everyone was very different and kind of quirky, and it was it was great. But the thing that was a little bit jarring was like the uh, the illustrator changed oh. so much between just in those eight bind ups. That's forty eight issues, and the even in one single so for example, volume one would have six issues. Even within those six issues, the artist oh. changed. So there were some that I really liked and really enjoyed. Um, and so like I was enjoying reading it more. But then I'd end their issue, start the new one, and it would be like, whoa, completely different style. Um, and so you can't, like, I feel like when they do that, I don't know if this happens a lot or if it's just this or I, I don't know. But I feel like when it does that, you kind of, you're not invested mm-hmm. in the characters yeah. much. I don't know, because they like yeah. change. Like they don't change the personality, but you know, you're not like, their facial expressions and their, yeah. you know, everything's a bit like, ugh, that's funny. Like, that's weird. It's like, why did, yeah, you know? Reading Nimona in the style of like the Steel Prince, it just wouldn't be as good. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like the first couple. Whereas the Steel Prince and the style of Nimona would be excellent. Would be awesome. Maybe we should contact Noel Stevenson and be like, hey, do you want to like <laughs> remix this? <laughs> like. <laughs> just for us. Just, just for us. Yeah. Yeah. So the Runaways was cool. Like the ones that I've read. Um, but I have not mm-hmm. seen the show yet, and I have not read the one that I bought with the intention of reading, either. <laughs> yep. So there is that. My next... I was going to say highest ranking, but it's not. But we're going to go with it anyway. Because <laughs> it's the one I say whenever I think of graphic novels, and it's the uh, Mouse series. So there's... Vol- uh, I want to say volume one and two. I don't know if they are, but okay, there's Mouse yes. 1 and there was Mouse 2, uh, which is the story of a Jewish survivor of Hitler's mm-hmm. Europe, and his son is the cartoonist. It's basically the the son is drawing their conversation and just having flashbacks to the scenes and stuff. But the really cool thing is that it's not, like, human illustrated, it's animals and the germans are cats and the jews are mice ah yeah so it's kind of like you know that cat and mice thing and Mm -hmm, it -hmm. it sounds weird but it's kind of cool but i don't know if it's just cool because i like learning about hitler's europe kind of history and (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) i have a weird yeah yeah like i don't know i don't i don't like I don't like the suffering, but I like learning about it, so... Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. They kind of, um, anything that has that kind of history timeline is my... Mm, normally mm-hmm. goes well with me, and I really enjoyed it, and I recommend it. It's kind of cool. It's not as cutesy as Nimona, I'm afraid, but... Okay. There's animals. <laughs> I feel like Nimona is, like, the like the benchmark for cuteness um, in in graphic novels. Yes. I feel like... If you want good mm-hmm. illustrations, go for Nimona. If you want like mm-hmm. some historical yep. stuff, go for Mouse. If you want some superheroes, go for Runaways. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really enjoyed it and I apparently at the time didn't because I gave them three and two stars, but I remember them as I enjoyed it. So I feel like that was at the time where I didn't give yeah. good stars. <laughs> Yeah, and like now Sophie would probably do them more than that. Yeah, they're probably more like like a four point five, four three point five kind of thing. Yeah. So a yeah. little bit less stingy with the higher numbers <laughs> yeah. these days. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The amount of five stars I've had this year. Um, well my next one is uh The Prince and the Dressmaker mm-hmm. by Jen Wang. And um this is really cute. Like another one of those really cutely illustrated ones yep um again not quite as cute as Nimona but you know nothing will be um (laughs) never but still really really cute yeah um so it's about this girl called Frances and she's working as like a seamstress when she's given this um job of making a dress for a new client and um it's the dress is like very unique and uh she what is it how does it go she, yeah, so the dress is really unique. There's someone who sees it and, like, loves it and wants to, like, hire her. Um, and so she goes to this new this new client to make dresses for them. And it turns out it's the prince. And he, like, dresses up as this, like, Lady Cristalia. 
um, and goes and oh wait what yeah yeah so it's yeah so it's about this prince who likes to dress dress up and go on stage and stuff and nobody really knows that it's the prince yeah so but it's a really cute wait, story the of like drag what is this yeah yeah, yeah. but it's How am I yeah of this? it's really cute and it's um it was like completely predictable the story and you know, like the prince and francis like become friends and you know, he she keeps making him like lovely gowns so he can wear and yeah, so that you know, it's very it's very predictable. But it's supposed to be um mm-hmm. like Paris at the turn of the century, you know, that's the, the era it's supposedly written in. Um but the language yep. that in the dialogue is like modern. It's not oh. it's so like I found that like annoying. Like if you're gonna make make a comment about the era that it's set in at least write a little bit more in that era. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. yeah. So that was a bit annoying. Um, more like the gentleman's guide kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like with, with those that books, definitely they're in that. definitely in that kind of, they're, they're, yeah, the dialogue fits the era. Whereas in The Prince yeah. and the Dressmaker, um, it didn't really. And so that was a bit eh. But it was like beautifully drawn. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was kind of cute and... Yeah, I think I gave it, what did I give it, like, three stars? Yeah, a kind of cute story about friendship and figuring out who you are and coming of age and, you know, being yourself. One of those, yeah. um, Also, like, being an awesome dressmaker, which Francis is, which is kind (laughs) of cool. Yeah, so, like, odd but cute, but not of the era it was written. (laughs) Supposedly written in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of odd and cute, mm-hmm. I'm going to go on to Sheets, which oh, is all yeah. about, are we ghosts and are we human? Cute. I keep seeing this and I need to and read it. You, you do. I feel like this is one of the most weirdest things I've read <laughs> and the most like n- interesting new idea that it was just so good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it could be so much more than just this wee comic. Yeah. Because, yeah, like the idea that the ghost the ghost is, is like a kid but he's you know got i don't know hit in a car accident or something okay. i can't remember the exact way but he didn't like the afterlife so he went and tried to find himself a new afterlife so which cute. turned out to be marjorie's laundromat oh my goodness and that in trying to make himself a new afterlife make himself comfortable in this new afterlife he ended up unknowingly sabotaging all of Marjorie's life and oh my goodness making like the laundromat want to almost be like sold uh-huh. and her lose out and all this stuff and he didn't realize and then one night they like meet yeah and then it's like it was you all along uh-huh. and they they become friends and it's so cute and I just what a strange concept oh, it's adorable it's such a strange but I love concept, that. but it's so good. I feel like and that's something that Neil Gaiman would write about. Yeah, I feel like it could be so much more. Oh, fun. But it's definitely worth yeah, looking I'll have at to, have to and read reading. And, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's by Brenna Thumler. Oh, yeah. Which, fun fact, Brenna used to be the name that I always used to make my main characters whenever I used to try and write books. No way, really? <laughs> Yeah, for like a whole segment of my life, it that was the name. That's so cute. But yeah, it's funny how we like latch on to like names. eh? like I remember, yeah, like growing up, my like sisters would have like one name. They really, I remember one of my sisters really liked the name Jessica, so all her new toys were called Jessica. I don't know why they were just all <laughs> Jessica. 
Don't know why. Don't know what's special about Jessica. But yeah, they were just yeah, they were just all Jessica. Yep. I definitely had a Lily phase. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We all know who that was caused by, but yeah, <laughs> yep. I ended up calling one of my pets Lily, and oh, yep. now I feel mm-hmm. weird that I kind of want to name like one of my kids Lily, but now I feel weird because I've named my pet rat Lily, and now oh like, yeah. <laughs> like, can yep. you call your kid? something you've called one of your pets i don't feel like you can (laughs) i don't know because it's always like that awkward like if you meet someone and they introduce you to their kid and it's like this is oscar and i'm like cool my dog was called oscar it's like not the best like you know go to but i feel like if you got rid of all the names that you've ever named your pets or yeah it's gonna be a very small list you're not gonna have any names left yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But hey, I probably won't ever name my kid Brenner, but if I tried another book, it might be by have the main character Brenner. Who knows? There we go. Um, you're done, right? Yeah, I've got no more though. So I've only read like four. Yeah. Yep. yep. No, all good. Um, my last one, I'm only going to bet like briefly touch on because it's kind of, it was a NetGalley review copy and I don't know if it's like really like, published <laughs> like right i don't, I okay, don't know yep. like yep so you got it in digital form but you don't know if it's actually in physical form. yeah because um it's called camouflage and it's about it's basically i feel like it should be a good school book but it's kind of like an informative but fun way of giving insight into the lines the lives of women with autism oh interesting okay so yeah. it kind of just goes through all the things that they go through and what might be different to yeah. non-autistic women and yeah it, yeah it was really it was really good and it was really fun and informative and yeah i felt like it was a really good school book mm-hmm. and the illustrations were cool and it was good but yeah i don't know if it's in print but hey okay i'm cool. sure it is yeah but yeah. yeah awesome so that is all i've read Mm-hmm. What ones do you want to read? Um, so recently I picked up, when I was overseas, I picked up uh, In Real Life by... Pause, pause. By um, Corey Doctorow and Jen Wang. Yeah, so she did the illustrations. So she was the one who did the illustrations for uh, The Prince and the Dressmaker. So she wrote that book, but she's also illustrated In Real Life. Um, so I've got that one, um, ready to go, um, uh, at some point. And I also have, I have a, like a cartoon kind of comic book on philosophy. <laughs> because okay. of course I do. And it's literally called the cartoon introduction of philosophy. Yeah. And it's like this, this crazy, I can't remember what who it is it might be someone like plato or something and he is in on the front cover he's in like this canoe yeah i don't know um but he kind of like goes through it's just black and white but he goes through all like these philosophical thoughts and all these philosophers over the over the age but it's all done in um like illustrated form um so i've read like a a couple of pages i like i flicked through it i bought that um at Powell's Books the last time I was over in Portland. Yeah, so I've got that one as well, and it's kind of, like, like fun, kind of quirky. That reminds me, I actually have a Greek mythology graphic novel comic thing on my iPad at the moment. Do you? Yeah, it's basically um, just kind of, like, um, 
introduction to all the like the main gods and goddesses so i haven't really read much of it because i kind of like know it but yeah 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 it's fun to look at (laughs) yeah i also tried to read well i well i read about half of saga and that's one by brian k vaughan as well and so he wrote some of the um first runaways ones um but this Mm -hmm. is one that um like it's got like four and a half star average rating on goodreads like it's a highly rated comic um, yeah, and someone, someone I knew, who was it? Someone was reading it. One of our bookish friends. I can't remember who it was. If it was you, please tell me. My bad for not remembering. <laughs> um. So anyway, I was like, oh yeah, sweet. I was on my like runaways comic kind of what's the word phase. Yeah, I don't know. But and so I was like, great, I'll get this one out as well, and it'd be great. So I started reading it, and it was just so weird and odd. But not in an awesome way. Oh. So, but, but maybe it's one of those ones that you kind of have to get into. And once you're kind of into yeah. the crazy world, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, this is crazy, but it's awesome, you know? But I wasn't quite committed because I had a pile of 10 Runaways comics to get through as well. Um, so I wasn't quite committed to the whole saga of saga. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. have, I've so I've read about half of that one and then I put it down because it was too odd. Um, but yeah. Um, and then I want to read like Lumberjanes as well. Check that one out. And Sheets. Is it Sheet or Sheets? Uh, sheets. Yeah. Um, so I want to read Runaways. Mm-hmm. I want to read the illustrated Lightning Thief. Oh, yes. Which we discovered Percy Jackson, recently. Yep. You know, can't, can't deny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I already discovered recently, but I kind of want to try that. And then there's also Pumpkinheads. Oh my goodness. Out. I want to read that. Yes. Yeah, so that's the Rainbow Rowell book that's coming out. So <laughs> yeah. when does that come yeah. out? I assume it's going to come out in American fall because that would be really um, cute. I think it is. Okay. I th- it is like lighter this year. So it would be American I'm Google fall it. slash winter. Pumpkinheads. So like maybe October? I feel like it should um, be October because, you know. I feel like it definitely should be October. It's based in Hang October. On. Oh, expected publication August 27th. Oh. Which is awesome because yeah. it's sooner than expected, but also not awesome because it could have been, like, on Halloween because it's about Halloween. But yes, I'm excited about that. Well, you don't have to read it. That's true. You could save it to... We could have a little, like, read-a-thon on Halloween. Oh, <laughs> we could. Cute. So that one's illustrated that be- by Faith Erin Hicks. Yep, so I'm excited for that because it looks cute. It looks super cute. And it's Rainbow Rowell, so it's obviously going to be cute. But <laughs> It's going to be adorable. Yeah. Uh, just um, having a quick look on Goodreads at um, Faith Erin Hicks, who does the illustrations. And she's done a Lumberjane special okay. as well. And done like Buffy and Avatar. Oh, so that, that hopefully will be in like a kind of Noel Stevenson kind of style. Pumpkinhead Pumpkinheads looks really cute. Yeah, the cover looks cute. Like the the yeah, the cover looks cute. It's kind of like not not like Nimona cute, but kind of more like If if I remember correctly, it's more kind of um more human-eyed than cutesy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. More realistic proportions. <laughs> realistic, that's the word, not humanized. Realistic, yeah. <laughs> humanized. They look more humanized. Mm. yeah yeah so exciting for that and yes yeah if you're excited for it too let us know because we could have like a wee cute little readathon slash like group review thing going on oh yeah fun have a party let's do that 
Let's have a pumpkin heads party. Oh my goodness. I love pumpkin. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm excited. Okay. Tune in in October for the pumpkin heads party. Yes. Around Halloween. <laughs> oh, we could go live. <gasps> what? Get some people on. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what we'll be doing during that? <laughs> It'll be season three. <laughs> what? Crazy times. I think season three, yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it should be season three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's definitely not season two because last episode is next time. Yeah, so. we're nearly done. Yeah. We're nearly done. It's like the last episode. Whoop, whoop. Anyway, I'm sure that there are other like comics and graphic novels that I want to read. Um, I but... feel like there is, but I went through like heaps of Goodreads, like top 100 graphic novels and stuff, and I couldn't yeah. really find anything that. I feel like there is one that when you said it in real life and talked about that, I thought it was that, but it's not that. But there's like. A similar kind of one, like a fangirl kind of one that's... But I don't know, and I can't find it, and it's not like, you know... Okay. Yeah, because there are... If you look at, like, the the graphic novels on Goodreads, like, even, like, top ones for 2017 or whatever, there are a lot. There are definitely a lot. And... Uh. Oh, yeah, I see the Persep... I would, I would say Persepolis. Is that what you said? Uh, I said Persepolis. Persepolis, yeah. Because I'd pronounce it like Persephone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just seen it again, so I was just like, is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there's a Coraline one. I was going to say when you were talking about creepy ones, I was like, Coraline would make a cool graphic novel. It would. Apparently it's already one. Yeah. There's a Scott Pilgrim one. That would be cool. Um, Wasn't that the original before the movie? Like, isn't the movie... And that's why the movie is so like Probably. comic book looking. Yeah, the, <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, that would explain it. I'm so down with the yeah, comic. We know things. Book world. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Ooh, there's a Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Really? Yeah. Huh. The graphic novel that could be cool. That would be yeah. That would be really fun. Maybe we need to actually read some more. Well, I'm just gonna go add loads of things yeah. to my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're on Goodreads, um, podcast listeners, you can find us and suggest graphic novels to us or other books. They might already be on our TBR list, yeah. but you never know. Follow along, see what we're reading. Okay, I'm going to stop looking because otherwise I'm going to just get scrolling for ages. Yeah, <laughs> and then our background of the episode will just be like, scroll, 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 scroll. Yeah. Click, yeah. click, just click. We comment on things that we can't, yeah, they like, can't ooh. see. And... Yeah, cool. Okay. All right. Um, no more comments or we're stopped? I don't have any more comments. We're good. And that's a wrap for episode 20 of Rants and Reviews. If you've read a graphic novel or comic that you think we might enjoy, flick us a tweet at Rants and Reviews or send us a message or tag us in a post on Instagram at Rants and Reviews Pod. Next episode will be the last for season two, so make sure you tune in. Until then, happy reading. Happy reading.